The following podcast is sponsored by our own little world daycare and learning center in Alma. Give them a phone call at 479-632-0038. They've been voted best of the best for 2016, 2017, and currently in two categories for 2018. Best Child Care Center and Best Preschool. Give them a phone call at 479-632-0038. And with that, welcome to Airedale All Access. I'm your host, Zach, and thank you so much for listening wherever you're at, wherever you are. Thank you so much for letting us be a part of your day. Well, uh, last Friday, needless to say, was a, a very difficult pill to swallow for the Yama Airedales uh, as uh, they were coming into uh, this matchup with Harrison 4-0. Harrison was 4-0. Um, also, in addition, Harrison was uh, undefeated so far into the football season. And it was going to be a very tough matchup. Uh, Harrison's got a lot of talent this season. Uh, in particularly, as we had mentioned last week, uh, some of their offensive assets were uh, Ben Johnson, quarterback, a junior, and then also a junior running back, Gabe Husky. And, um, you know, we knew going into the matchup that uh, you weren't going to be able to fully take away Ben or Gabe. You were going to have to pick which one you wanted to focus on and just hope that the other one made enough mistakes to allow you an opportunity and allow your offense an opportunity to uh, possess the ball and uh, keep the game tight. And that just is not what ended up happening for uh, Alma on Friday night. Things uh, offensively, things defensively uh, did not go their way throughout the uh, course of the evening, and it ended up being a 31-0 victory for the Goblins. And Alma was very much in this game, uh, especially at halftime. They had an opportunity to go in uh, only down 10 and just a – Special teams error uh, allowed Harrison to be able to go up 17-0. And uh, Alma still had an opportunity following halftime to get the uh, first possession. And they just weren't able to uh, manifest anything from it. And that that at that point, that was the uh, turning point in the game, in my opinion, is everything just started the snowball following that uh, possession and them not able to get anything going on that drive. And, you know, it's just really really tough. I mean, it really is, uh, especially after seeing how well they've been performing, especially over the last uh, four weeks uh, once they hit the 5A West stretch. And, you know, it's just a uh, bump in the road, uh, just as Coach is going to say here in his interview and uh, what he told uh, the All Access Coaches Show with uh, Jimmy. And, you know, he's, he's 100% correct. This is just a minor inconvenience Yes, you would have uh, loved to have won that game on senior night, really solidify your position for the uh, number one overall seed for the conference. But uh, at this point, like we've been talking about uh, over the last few weeks, uh, football is a game of having a short memory. So you've got to put this game behind you, and you've got to focus on going 1-0 this week against uh, Greenbrier. And that's going to be a very critical matchup in and of itself just because Alma, pending some of the results on Friday night, could very well secure and lock up the number two seed from the 5A West. Um, You know, there are just two weeks left in the regular season, so uh, team standings are really starting to manifest, and uh, the playoff race is really starting to take shape. Um, You know, for 
the number two and three seed, uh, you've got Alma, Greenbrier, and Morrillton all in the mix. Uh, if Alma wins out, then they get the home game and the number two seed. It's a pretty simple thing for Alma. Uh, they've got to travel to Greenbrier this upcoming Friday. Uh, that's going to be a critical matchup in and of itself. Um, you know, there are a lot of scenarios in the final two weeks of the season, but the pitcher could become more clear or more jumbled after this Friday. So we can uh, talk about that moving forward. But uh, I believe if I am looking at this correctly, if uh, Alma ends up getting the victory and Morrillton ends up dropping their game on Friday, then that will officially solidify the number two seed for the Alma Airedales uh, because you've already defeated Morrillton earlier in the season and you know you've just got to take care of business on friday it's uh, one of those where winning can cure a, a lot of problems and uh, this is no exception so if you can get in there take care of business then uh, you're going to be a lot happier and you're going to regain some of that momentum going into the next phase of the football season which is uh, of course playoffs so we'll get into playoff seeding and scenarios in a little bit more detail next week because, uh, as stated, uh, pending some of the results this upcoming Friday, it could either make it more clear or just jumble it up even more. So there's uh, a lot of stuff that's going on in that regard. Uh, for the moment, let's go ahead and cue up that audio from Coach Doug Lockridge. To begin, my biggest takeaway from Friday night was that Alma just had a very uncharacteristic performance uh, against Harrison. Uh, we talked about last week just that you guys had a very tall order with uh, Ben Johnson and Gabe Husky, both junior quarterback and running back, respectfully. And, you know, as, I, as, as the game was unfolding, I kept telling myself that uh, Uncle Murphy just moved in on the Alma sideline. <laughs> and for those who are unfamiliar, you know, that's Murphy's Law. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Uh, you had opportunities throughout the game uh, just – couple of drop passes a couple of uh hiccups on uh, defense that uh, harrison really took advantage of i mean again it was just an uncharacteristic uh, performance from the alma squad especially from non-conference seeing the improvements that were being made uh, throughout the week and then especially once you guys hit 5a west play you were you were coming into this matchup 4-0 uh harrison is a very talented team this year we knew it was going to be a dog fight and uh, you guys were right there, especially in regards to halftime. You guys only went down 10 nothing. So what were you telling the team only being down 10-0 at the half? Uh, you know, we went in halftime t- talking to them. Well, you know, we gave up the score before half and made it 17 nothing. whenever Tanner uh, gave up a big play right in the end zone. Uh, so when we came back, we just talked to the kids, look, a score right here at half, right after half gets us back in at 17-7, you know, and then make get a ball game. But you're right, it, it was an uncharacteristic game for us. Uh, and I talked to the kids after the game. I wasn't mad at the kids as far as their effort and what they did. I just was, was disappointed because of what we had before us and we didn't capitalize the opportunity that we had. And there were lots of opportunities in the game. We, we, we had a, we would have a, uh, a drop pass here, there, or we wouldn't, we wouldn't connect on a pass with someone running down the field or we wouldn't hit the right run lane or we would miss a block or we wouldn't line up right on defense or we would miss a tackle so you know or we missed a uh, their punter punt returner dropped a ball with five guys around it for a chance to capitalize on that so we didn't capitalize on the opportunities we got beat so uh you know we we uh we hit a major bump in the road told the kids after the game you know 
that's fine. It's how you get up and dust yourself off and go back to work. And we just can't, you know, hit this bump and row and drive off the cliff. We've got to get ready for Greenbrier this week. Now we want to get the solid two seed where nobody else can take that, which is a really good draw and some home playoff games. So, you know, the season's not over. We're now we're working for the final part of the season, which is the playoffs. We gotta we gotta you know capitalize on week nine and ten and make sure we finish and then get ready for the third part of the season. Yes, there's still a lot of season left to play. And, uh, you know, still visiting with the uh, Harrison matchup, not only did you guys have to plan for quarterback Ben Johnson, but you also had to prepare for uh, running back Gabe Husky. And you guys did a really great job stifling Ben throughout the entire night. Ended up getting a couple of shots on him. It just seemed to be a little bit more slow. And they really just didn't focus their offense on uh, making uh, Gabe their bell cow. And I want to say, if I'm recalling correctly, Ben only finished with maybe less than 60 yards mm-hmm. passing for the night. So you guys did a really great job stifling him. And uh, another takeaway that I also had is, uh, again, we've been talking about it since the, the beginning of the season, uh, the strength of this team has been your offensive line. They had a solid performance. Uh, they made sure that uh, Landon had plenty of time to uh, make some plays downfield. And just like we were discussing, you know, just a couple of drop passes here and there and just a uh, uncharacteristic uh, situation for the Airedales. Yeah, you know, I was very proud of our offensive line. For the most part, I thought we, we played it pretty well. You know, Nick Archer had a big night. He had an all-state nose guard over him, and the guy ended up with one tackle and no sacks. Um, you know, again, it wasn't a character – it, it was kind of out of our – character the way to play like that but we're not going to dwell on that game we're going to we're going to get better and get ready for Greenbrier that's the next task at hand that opens up a whole another part of season for us Harrison's a good team that's probably the best tailback we've seen all year we didn't take advantage of, of, of playing great defense against him so we're going to learn from that one and we're going to move on well and uh, Friday night was also senior night we touched on that a little bit last week as well so uh, following the conclusion of the game uh, what did you address your seniors uh, I got them all to the front of the room and just told them, you know, uh, we're the the definition of this team is the first guys on the front row, which were the seniors. And I told them that that uh, we're not going to be uh, we're not going to go where we need to go with anybody that's sitting behind them. It's it's the leadership that's up in the front. It's the guys. The thing that the corrections that they make and the leadership that they prove, you know, everybody behind them has two, has a season or two left. These guys are. are you know, are losing time in the hourglass, and they're they're uh, they're counting down a countdown to their last game is is dwindling down. You know, we're already at week nine, so uh, we're losing time. We need we need to ride the ship and get get everybody on the same page, and they need to show up and and make sure everything everything goes right. Well, I do want to highlight that uh, our Edward Jones uh, player of the game this week, uh, off, sponsored by the office of Lyle Newton, was uh, Nick Archer. You just touched on him a few moments ago. Uh, Nick again had a uh, was playing against a uh, all-state player for Harrison uh, Hayden Vanderpool. He's 6'3", 290 pounds. He's been a three-year starter for the Goblins. Um, in addition to having to handle that, uh, also with the center duties of having to make sure the snaps go correctly, you were also dealing with inclement weather all night long. Uh, forecast was just supposed to last until early afternoon, and it decided just to hang around all throughout the evening. So, uh, what can you say about uh, Nick's performance and how well he handled that situation Friday? Uh, very proud of Nick. You know, he he's our only junior that starts up front. Um, he came in like you said on a on a wet night and handled the ball, no bad snaps. 
Um, he did a great job against a, a real against an all-state nose guard, uh, and and just battled and battled and battled, battled. And I cannot, you know, talk about his effort enough of what he did. You know, I'm very proud of Nick. He grew as a football player that night. I think he grew. Uh, mentally and i think he grew physically and 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 i think in his mind now he's playing with a lot of confidence to know that you know there's nobody the rest of the season that he's going to see that he's not going to be able to handle so uh, very proud of him very proud of of uh, coach smith and the way he prepared those guys and got him ready to 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 battle someone at that level and just proud of the overall performance of him well you guys have a uh, critical matchup for sure now on friday night uh, you guys are on the road now for uh, the last two games of the regular season at Greenbrier and then finishing at Huntsville. And so uh, with Greenbrier, you guys are going to have to uh, pay attention to uh, Andrew Johnson, who's a senior for the Panthers. Uh, he's their rushing and passing leader. He's uh, rushing for about uh, 87 yards per game, passing for about 200 yards. So uh, what are some of your plans at this point, and what, and what can what can we expect from Greenbrier on Friday? Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're a product of their offense. You know, they're, they, they, run a, they run a quick strike, you know, uh, high efficiency offense as far as the routes they run and the passes they throw, a good zone run game out of their back, uh, you know, and, and, and they do just a good job of, of executing. And uh, we're going to have to, you know, they don't give you a lot of formations, try to get you misaligned. They're going to do a lot of stuff reading you, a lot of a lot of run pass options where, you know, your linebacker is going to fit really hard on the tailback. They're going to try to throw right behind you. Or if you stay back, they're going to hand it off. So we've got to do a good job. Everybody doing their job and and taking care it's kind of like playing option football you've got to, you've got to take care of your of your man of your situation and and uh the biggest thing is we got to we got to come up and tackle this week i didn't think think that we tackled very well last week um you know defensively they're very sound uh, they're not going to give up the big play uh we're going to have to execute we're going to i think i think the place we can get them is up front so we're going to have to establish line of scrimmage and let our big guys do what we know we can do but our running backs are going to take care of the football and and see the run crease and hit it when they can well, it's going to be a, a pivotal 5A West matchup. Uh, this will probably be the uh, game to watch within the 5A West because there's a lot on the line for both Alma and for Greenbrier. Uh, as you've been stating, uh, this could very well lock up the uh, two seed for the Airedales and uh, secure a, uh, most importantly, a home playoff game for you guys in the next phase of the football season. So, uh, what have you been preaching to the team about the importance of having a home playoff game? Uh, just preaching the the whole thing of having somebody have to drive four hours and come to you and and be able you know being be able to be here and be in our own routine, not have to get out early. You know, people, you know, other teams. You know, after next week, will be putting up their pads. They'll be come watching you play. So, just uh, bringing that to Alma and bringing out the, the the people that may not ever come to a game until you get to a playoff game. So, uh, just kind of a pride of being in the playoffs and being here and being at home and. You know, when you deal with the time change and it's dark when you get out there at pregame and just the whole, that's when football starts is in November. And uh, one of the big things about November too, and just even this last little bit of the season is having a big supportive crowd behind your program. And uh, we've talked about it multiple times on the importance of how well our fans travel and that uh, you definitely are going to need them to uh, follow you guys to Greenbrier and follow you guys to Huntsville. So. Uh, what's the importance of just having that support whenever the players look behind them? 
it's just it's just big for the, the the kids to be able to look up in the stands and see see how many people are there to watch them. You know, it's important to them. It's important to hear how loud they are whenever whenever the a big play happens and and things like that. So to have a good following is, is a real real big important thing to these guys because of all the time they put in, all the work, and you know they're representing Alma. They got that name on their uniform, and and when you read about them in the newspaper, you 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 present you know what what this town has done and what this program has done. Again, kickoff's going to be at uh, 7 o'clock at Greenbrier High School on Friday night. Um, Alma's just going to have to uh, put this loss uh, to Harrison uh, behind them, and they got to focus in on uh, beating Greenbrier because there's still a lot to play for in these uh, final two weeks of the regular season. And uh, of note, and as we've been discussing throughout this podcast, is a win over Greenbrier and a Moralton loss will really solidify that number two seed for uh, the upcoming playoff push. And uh, for Greenbrier, what we can expect from them is uh, Johnson is their player to uh, limit. He is uh, averaging uh, 212 total yards per game. He's averaging 200 yards passing. Uh, You've also got to limit their uh, running back, Howard. He's averaging about uh, 88 yards per game right now. Uh, Keegan Roseberry is averaging about 72 yards per game. And uh, Landon Blair's been doing a phenomenal job at quarterback. Uh, He's averaging about uh, 115 yards per game right now. And total yards per game is also uh, the leading player for the Airedales at 131 yards. Uh, Tackles per game, you've got two mirror images of a a defensive mind with uh, Bernard for Greenbrier and uh, Bowerman for Alma. Uh, Both of them are uh, already averaging just above 12 tackles per game. Uh, Carson Bonneau, again, is uh, still uh, averaging the uh, sack stat at uh, 1.1. Alma overall is averaging about 2.6 sacks per game. And when you look at these team comparisons, rushing yards per game, Greenbrier is averaging about 178 yards to Alma's 157. Passing yards, the Panthers are averaging 185 to Alma's 146. And then the total yardage for game is uh, 364 to the Airedale's 303 uh, tackles per game. Alma's been very consistent in this manner. Uh, They're right at 80 tackles per game. Greenbrier is averaging 67 tackles. And then, uh, as stated, sacks, Alma is... uh, averaging about 2.6. Panthers are averaging about one sack per game. And this is the uh, stat that's going to be most notable is uh, points per game. Greenbrier is averaging about 27. Alma is averaging about 25. So this is going to be a more manageable game, in my opinion. This is going to be a uh, matchup that can fall into uh, Alma's plans as far as uh, what they want to execute on Friday night and what opportunities they want to create and what uh, things they want to take away from Greenbrier. This is a uh, offense that, as Coach stated, is uh, very similar to having to watch for the option and you have to play assignment football. You have to be responsible for the person that's across from you. You have to trust that the other players are also doing their job and don't get caught doing and trying to do someone else's job. That's when uh, things can go awry, and that's when trouble is made in this type of offense because if you uh, play too far back, you're going to run it. If you try and 
stack the box. Uh, they're going to try and uh, pass it over you. So you've got to find that nice blend and mix on Friday night. And if uh, Alma can continue to uh, get penetration, be able to uh, get to Johnson and uh, really disrupt Howard and uh, take control of the ball, uh, use Keegan to uh, really chew up and eat up the uh, game clock, and uh, Alma can uh, get some momentum and build up a lead, then uh, Alma can uh, really hold on throughout the night uh, once they secure a lead to uh, really just make sure that uh, when the final gun sounds that uh, they improve to 5-1 and one in the 5A West and pending the Moralton matchup on Friday night as well uh, a win over the Greenbrier can solidify that number two seed for the conference which is very critical uh, again there's a lot to play for in the final two weeks of this regular season and uh, after Friday night it can become very clear on what the pecking order is going to be or it just can become more jumbled so it's a waiting game of uh, let's see what happens so I uh, hope to see you guys there on Friday night and as always Go Airedales.